Hi dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM. Welcome to uh, the Drive Time program, the big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. Now dear friend, you are listening to Pastor Fabiano, currently ministering here in South Australia both at uh, Meros Park Seventh-day Adventist Church as well as Sinai Adventist Church Company. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. And so, thank you for tuning in. We've got some interesting tunes which will be coming in shortly, but before we go there, let me introduce the theme for this week. The theme for this week has been the new birth and the work of the Holy Spirit. I Friend, I, I, I would like to ask you to listen carefully with, uh, to some of the, uh, scripture reading which we'll be, uh, sharing today because we'll be digging t- deep into some, uh, 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 deep stuff, but wonderful stuff. Things that I guess will be, uh, new to some, but, uh, wonderful truth of the Bible. Actually, I believe that today's topic is going to be one that is going to set many people free. Uh, but here is the topic. Do good Christians still struggle? Now, I believe that whoever is listening to me, wherever you're at, whether you're driving uh, uh, to your home uh, from work, whether you're at home listening, I believe that today's topic is one that all of us uh, will be able to identify with. And like I said, I believe that for most people, this topic is going to be life transformational because truly uh, what we are going to learn, uh, just don't, I just don't want to share already uh, before we get to the actual time for that. But I just let me just say that this is going to be a wonderful program. So friends, uh, we have a, uh, uh, a website which I highly recommend for those who like to stay uh, connected and would like to hear uh, what previous programs are there uh, from this uh, radio program or other uh, programs on the same uh, network. Uh, if you go to www. Um, that is www.faithfm.com.au, you'll be able to listen to the previous programs. Uh, and also, if you have a mobile phone, you can actually download the Faith FM app and you'll be able to follow up um, on some of the previous uh, presentations as well. And so, uh, let me also take this wonderful opportunity to uh, share with you some of the interesting things that have been happening around the world. As I was reading, once again, on the Christian headlines, I found an interesting article. And this is an article that speaks about, um, yeah, things that, uh, uh, you know, I guess that are just timely uh, and uh, and things that are, I guess, interesting for some to hear, but Hey, this, this is, let me just share the, in fact, the story without spending much time here. It says the, the headline says former SBC president Johnny Hunt, uh, to return to ministry. Now, why do I say that this is timely? Why do I say that this is interesting? This is, this has to do with some, some of the things that some of us wrestle with, some of the difficult, uh, decisions that people have to make. And for many today, uh, especially in this world where, uh, whereby, um, there's gender fluidity and so forth. And, uh, there is, um, I guess all kinds of, um, uh, uh, scenes on television, things that are just bewildering the mind, clouding the mind, confusing the mind. 
things that a lot of people are wrestling with on social media. But listen, this is what had happened to the former Southern Baptist Convention President, Johnny Hunt, uh, whom apparently is returning to ministry after completing a restoration process. Now, what had happened to him? You see, he apparently, sadly, uh, had um, had an affair with another minister's spouse. Now, that is sad news. That is uh, bad stuff. Um, and so he was uh, sent to the court, and um, uh, shortly after the whole proceeding and everything, uh, he actually consented and agreed that he had sinned. And uh, then he had to go through an intense restoration um, process, uh I don't know what that process looks like, but I believe that this is something that maybe uh, the Southern Baptist Convention uh, maybe practices, you know, a, a way of helping a person uh, acknowledge what they've done and maybe, you know, uh, seek for forgiveness, come to a, a healing process and maybe even uh, renew their relationship with God uh, or you know, I believe that that's what exactly they were doing as I read uh, the article. But here is the thing. As I read, especially towards the end of the article, I found something to be rather disturbing. I mean, after hearing that this gentleman was just coming back to the faith, in fact, he was willing to go back into ministry and serve, and he had apologized. He had uh, truly uh, went through a very deep and yet painful experience and acknowledged all that, and he was now a restored person. It says here, uh, but Rev, that is for Reverend, uh, Rev Stephen Kyle, right, um, did I did I read the right place? Yes. Uh, here it is. Uh, it says that apparently the president, rather, uh, Bart Barber. Okay, I almost read the wrong statement there, but this is the one that I'm interested in. Apparently, the president, the current SBC uh, Southern Baptist Convention, that is President Bart Barber, said he personally would defrock hunt if he could and he was disappointed that the four pastors who helped hunt recently believe they have the authority to declare hunt restored and he says it is best for people just to regard these pronouncements as the individual opinions of four of johnny hunt's loyal friends um and these four pastors do not speak for the southern baptist convention now this is the sad thing for me that the fact that he, uh, this gentleman, the um, president, feels that he will, will still defrock, and, and I'm assuming this is more like disfellowshipping. I believe um, um, this gentleman, regardless of what he's went through. Now, obviously, no one condones sin, uh, and no one would uh, ever. Uh, say that uh, what this gentleman uh, Johnny Hunt uh, did was uh, good uh, or, or, or right, definitely not. But after a person has gone through that uh, restoration experience and he's the, you know, he's he, he's agreed uh, and consented that truly what he did was wrong, uh, and uh, now he is ready to, you know, serve once again. Now, obviously, personally, I would say that hey. Praise God. But obviously for this gentleman, uh, the current president, he feels that, no, maybe that's not good enough. I wonder. Those are some of the things that I found to be quite interesting and, and rather disturbing at the same time because, hey, we, the, 
the Bible says that we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I don't know what your thoughts are, dear friends, but let me maybe bring in our co-host today. Our co-host is Pastor Hugh Heenan, and Pastor Hugh is going to be leading us in our, uh, our, our discussion today. And um, <coughs> I would like to maybe ask him and just hear from him. What are your thoughts on this? Obviously, I've, r- I've rumbled and talked all, <laughs> all over this uh, uh, article, but yeah, I find it quite interesting, the, especially the statement of this gentleman, the current president, the fact that he says that he would defrock uh, this gentleman. What are your thoughts? Yes, um, <clears throat> it's a really interesting question you've raised there, I think, Fabiano. Um, or should I say that life raises? And I think there are times in life where we are confronted with the realities of the hard, sharp, jagged edge of decisions gone wrong, of mistakes that are made, and there are some things that we can't take back. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you... Um, <clears throat> How do you make restoration for wrong when you have slept with another man's wife or mm. a, a, another woman's husband? <clears throat> How do you give the life of a little child back to its parents when you've run it over? Yeah, yeah. Uh, how is it that you uh, begin to, uh, I guess, make amends for wrong when you've done something that's irrevocable mm. and that uh, – you know, like pouring water out of a glass yeah. upon the ground. How do you gather that water back up again? Definitely not. Mm. Uh, these things cannot be done. Yeah. Thanks be to God, we do have a, a Lord and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, yes. uh, who has made it possible that though it uh, is impossible to take back the wrongdoing, yes. is the one who takes the blame for the wrongdoing yeah. and says, I will take the shot, I will take the blame. I will take your place and be as if I'm the one who's done what is wrong <clears throat> and face the penalty that you may go free, that you may be forgiven, uh, who, who poured out love towards those who hated him, who, uh, who was pinned to the cross for those who placed him there. Yes. This is the love, the, the in, inconceivably great and deep and immeasurably wonderful love of God for each one of us. And so if there's any mm. listeners out there today who have struggled uh, in, in life to overcome in some, in some regard or some sin or, or some area that they know that is causing them hurt or others harm, yes. uh, I would say to you, and I'm not saying this on my own, this is the word of God, that, that uh, though we have sinned, though our sins are like scarlet, though they are like, like, they, they are like uh, uh, the blood that runs red, yes. um, the Lord says, come, let us reason together. I shall, uh, I shall forgive you of your sins and I shall uh, renew you. And uh, <clears throat> your sins shall be no more. God is yeah. willing to expunge our sin and to cast it down into the depths of the ocean, yes. uh, and to have it be separated us from us like the east is from the west. Mm. Now, having said all of that, I think Fabiano, uh, yeah. it pains me to add yes. that um, that uh, uh, <laughs> I see you're passing me something. Yeah, I'll have a look at that in a second. <laughs> no worries, no worries. But uh, it, it pains me to add that there are some things in life. For which there's a lifelong consequence. Mm. And uh, there is no sin for which a person cannot be restored Mm. and to be restored into the family of God. Mm. However, (laughs) what about when a person is in a role that requires of them to lead by example, Mm. 
to lead others by grace, but yes. also to lead others into a new way of life. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that pastors don't make mistakes or slip yeah. up. I'm, I'm looking at one who does, <laughs> and if there was a mirror That's in right. front of us, Fabiano, I'd be looking straight in my own eyes. That's right. So both yes. of us yes. have, have slipped up and made mistakes, I'm mm. sure. Mm. But there are certain things that uh, that we shouldn't hasten to restore a pastor when yeah. they have sinned publicly. Yeah. yeah. Um, first of all, they need to confess publicly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes the church is far too quick. Yeah. Yeah. And there may be some ministers out there who may not like what I'm about to say, but I think there are times where we're far too hasty. Yeah. Uh, to turn a blind eye, mm. to sweep things under the carpet. Yeah. Uh, to suggest that, oh, it's okay. There's nothing to see here. Mm. This is why society yes. has become wary of institutions, mm. including mm. that mm. of the church. Mm. Yeah. And sometimes it's not just the pastor who should apologize. Yes. It is the church that should apologize yeah. for corruption, yes. for uh, immorality, for sexual immorality, yes. for impropriety, for fraud, mm. for these yeah, sorts of yeah. things. That's right. <clears throat> and a person who commits these things and yeah. commits them willfully and is unwilling yes. to admit to having done so has no place mm. uh, in leadership. Yeah, no, we, I agree. we wouldn't agree to this in the corporate world and yeah. we shouldn't agree to it. By any means, That's in right. what should be the highest moral bastion and what, what yes. even unbelievers expect <sighs> yes. should be a place of the highest morality That's right. at the church. Mm, uh, mm. We, have a, we, we need to uh, exemplify uh, what's better and we need Amen. to do better as society likes to remind us we need to do. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so I think sometimes this society has a higher standard for the church than the church has for itself. Oh, what a statement. So, yeah. And I think, I think that is, should be something that yeah. uh, should hit us right between the eyes. Mm, mm, so in mm. some regards, I think that the SBC president there yes. is spot on. He's right. And sometimes there's, uh, there's yeah. pals and there's friends who are willing, yeah. uh, to, uh, uh, to to say well for the sake of friendship ah yeah yeah I'm going to yeah. let this person uh, you know have a pass yes that I wouldn't do for someone <clears throat> that I yeah. wasn't in a collegial connection with um, now having said all of that uh, I was gonna I was gonna <laughs> quickly ask to but would you defrock a person yes ah right okay. no uh, absolutely I would <laughs> I, I I would defrock the man um, <laughs> but I wouldn't disfellowship the man. Mm. See, there's a huge difference between the two. Uh-huh. You know, to defrock means to say, well, sorry, but uh, you have not met the qualifications required for this, uh-huh. for this role. Uh-huh. Um, but I would not. I would never disfellowship anyone right, <clears throat> that is right. willing to say, "Look, I, I've I've done what is wrong. Mm. This is not what I want to do. It's not who I am. Not who I'm called to be. Right, and right. who wishes to come back into the fold of faith and say, look, uh, look, I did this. Yes. Um, but I feel such a deep sorrow for what I have done. Ah, okay. Yeah, I think I think I have confused the call. terms as well. <laughs> well. Maybe, maybe. But I think there's always a place to call home. Yes. For anyone, because mm. otherwise, none of us would have a place to call home. Because all of us, yes. have, as you said before, have yes. rightly so have sinned yes. and fallen short of the glory of God. That's right. And there's none of us without sin. Who's going to cast that first stone? Mm. Right. Mm. Um, even Jesus, who was the only one who could, he yes. refrained from doing so. Yes. Um, however, we need to be very careful. Mm. Not to be too quick, yes. To and flippant mm. with mm. regards mm. to mm. major sins yes. on the part of those who are called to be spiritual leaders, right. who are in a position where they can take advantage of right. uh, the trust mm. of the flock, the trust Wonderful. of those who are, as Jesus said to said to Peter, uh-huh. you know, you're going to follow me, <laughs> yes. feed my sheep. That's right. Uh, look after my lambs. Mm. Love them. Yes. Uh, don't don't mistreat them. Yes. And don't abuse them or their 
or, or their sensibilities or their intelligence yes. by suggesting that what's okay, what's not okay for them is okay for you. Mm. Right. So I think it's, yeah. it's very important that uh, we uphold certain standards. But there are times where with the passage of time and when uh-huh. we see the fruits of repentance, yes. uh, there, there is a place for those who, who have gone down a wrong path, but mm. over time have shown yes. that uh, their life truly has changed. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we wouldn't, <laughs> you think back upon your, your ministry, Fabiana, yeah. I think back upon mine. Um, how long did it take for them to uh, to say, look, uh, we're going to call you to be an intern, let alone an ordained pastor? Yeah. How long did it take for them to license you? Oh, time. Right? Definitely. And, yes. and it takes even longer again to be exactly. ordained. Exactly. Why do we do that? Well, I, I think for me, as I always, I guess, tell people, uh, I always use the phrase, time will tell. And when I use the word, uh, the phrase rather, time will tell, uh, is because uh, I believe that over time, uh, true colors show. Over time, we uh, those other hidden things of our lives, whether it be good or uh, ugly, <laughs> they, over time, you know, they 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 come to the surface, mm. and as a result, then it helps. Uh, those who are about to make it, you know, such an important decision as to whether to appoint you to an important task, uh, uh, take you as an intern, take you as a, uh, as a, um, I'll give you the license, uh, to minister, uh, um, or then so as to also in the multitude of counselors, there's wisdom as the Bible says, mm. so as to collectively, you know, allow <laughs> for all that to happen. Mm. Then a wise decision can be made. Yes, yeah, that, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we we don't rush people into leadership, do we? That's right. No, we, we take it step by step. Yeah. Jesus, after all, he discipled his disciples yes. for three and a half years, didn't he? Mm. That's right. Um, and the process of becoming a minister in the first place is often a decade. Yes, to become a fully yeah, ordained yeah. pastor. That's right. Um, why should we think that once a person has fallen yeah. so far from grace? That uh, we should restore them. Yeah, of course they should be restored yeah. to grace. They should yes. be restored into the kingdom of God. They, mm. they, uh, it, it, you can pass from death to life through Jesus Christ <laughs> in a heartbeat, in a moment. Thanks yes. be to God. Yes, yes. But uh, into leadership, mm. that's mm. a very mm. different thing again. That's right. Yeah. That's, right. that's um, right. The Bible tells us not to quickly place someone in leadership. So why should we place them so quickly back into leadership? Mm. Uh, uh the second time around, let alone the first. Yeah, so it yeah. should take time as well uh, to restore definitely, into, you know, definitely. into that deeper level of trust yes. <clears throat> where they're leading others um, uh, consistently yes. and faithfully yes. uh, as, as fully devoted followers of Christ. I think this is where, uh-huh. as a church, sometimes we – you see, in the old days – I remember the old days. I like the words. Yeah. <laughs> in the old days. I remember, I remember not so long ago. Where pastors were not employees, uh-huh. they were called. Yes, yes, and they were called as servants. Mm, mm. Uh, we live in a day where you need to have employment contracts. Yeah. But let me be really clear that uh, and a pastor is not an employee. Mm, amen. The pastor yes. may uh, do tasks. Yes. And fulfil objectives. Yes. For an organisation, a yes. Christian organisation. Yes. But their boss is God. Amen. That's right. And no man. Yes. Should take it upon himself. Mm. Uh, to say that uh, you know that uh, uh, what you have to, that what you have done is of no consequence. Mm. When the Bible says otherwise, yes. when the Bible says yes. that uh, we we should not be uh, too hasty to place someone or too quick to place them into leadership, um, <clears throat> lest they become prideful and fall, or for that matter, 
where they have, are living a life yes. that does not fit the qualifications the Bible speaks of for deacons and deaconesses and elders, let alone pastors. Yeah. So uh, I would suggest that uh, our brothers and sisters, yes, um, that uh, we ought to follow the, the what the Bible outlines, and our church mm. will be stronger. God's mm. church will mm. be stronger mm. as a result, and will be more effective right. in teaching and preaching yes. and leading others in a way uh-huh. that their lives can be fully changed as well. Um, so mm. the the, the uh, I guess what I'm saying is that. Uh, the quality of the disciples yes. sometimes comes down to uh, the quality of the spiritual life of the disciple maker. Mm. And, and, and to that, I, I think really that gives us something to think about. Even, mm. even uh, those who are probably listening or will listen to the radio program uh, who, who are in that role, surely that's, that's, that's a reminder that we need mm. uh, constantly. And, and surely you have given me some thoughts to think about because when I first read that article, I was like, ah, that spirit. But then in a sense now, I think I'm going back and I'm thinking, hmm, true. All right. Well, mm. we do have a lot to unpack <laughs> though. I, I, and I like how you have kind of touched on to where we're going. And as I was opening uh, this uh, radio program, I was just saying, hey, I believe today we're going to be talking about some relevant stuff, things that we are all uh, needing to hear today because of the kind of world in which we are living, plus because we are still in the world. Uh, we wrestle with so many things, and as a result, what we'll be learning today, I believe, is going to be solid. Something something that, that, that um, how should I put it, that is going to answer many people's questions in that because what we're about to discuss is something that we all can identify with on a day-to-day basis. And so, um, but before we can plunge deep into that, I would like to kindly ask if you could open with a word of prayer. I'd love to. So the Holy Spirit can lead us and guide Mm, us here. Mm. Let's do that. Father, just want to thank you so much that you have given us every hope and everything that we need in Christ Jesus our Lord. Uh, That it is through him that we are empowered, that we we have lives that can be changed. And lives that are changed by your empowerment and the great uh, infilling of God the Holy Spirit in our lives. Mm. We thank you, Father, that uh, every great and precious promise has been given to us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Mm. Let us been secured for us by what he has done for us, how he lived and how he died and how he rose again and overcame, uh, that through him and through his empowerment, we too may overcome. But Father, we also want to pray, Lord, that uh, in in asking that uh, none of our listeners today be unduly discouraged, we all face all kinds of difficulties and challenges in our Christian walk. Uh, Father, as I think about our dear brother in America that uh, Fabiano mentioned uh, from, from a different Christian church, but a fellow brother in Christ, uh, we pray for him. We pray also for the the open comments that have been made mm. in the public domain, uh, Father, about you know the rights and wrongs of this case. Mm. And uh, we pray, Father, that not knowing all the ins and outs, but knowing that you do, that everyone involved, uh, Father, may find their hope and their encouragement and restorative change in Christ. We pray the same for ourselves, and Lord, we acknowledge that all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but also want to thank you that uh, though we may fall, we know one who can pick us back up again, uh, whose arms are always open wide all day long to receive us into fellowship, into your family, uh, into your church, into forever with you. Lord, we love you. We can't wait to hear what you're going to share with us today. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. 
And so, dear listener, I do have a free giveaway today for those who are uh, going to stay tuned uh, to uh, our program for today. And those who are going to be following, uh, we will share with you the code word of which you need to use in order to claim the free giveaway. But please do note the following number, 04888811. Please keep that number with you because we you will need that number uh, when it comes to... Um, uh, uh, claiming uh, this uh, free giveaway. And not only that, let me also remind you that um, uh, the Faith FM uh, bot is going to ask uh, uh, your details so as to be able to gather all the necessary information. Uh, so please um, do not take this as a, uh, what do we call them, a scam, but rather this is a genuine text. Uh, so long as you have put in that uh, request, that will be the procedure that will follow. But at this time, just before we can actually get into today's study, let us just take an opportunity to uh, uh, prepare ourselves. Uh, if you're home, maybe grab a pen and paper, you know, because I believe that what we'll be studying today is going to be something wonderful, wonderful, uh, something that we can all learn from every single day. Uh, and uh, let me also just invite you to share with another person, the Faith FM app, uh, or even this uh, frequency, which, which which should be 88.0 or 87.0, depending where you're at, uh, and the faithfm.com.au website, because I believe that our message, which is the message of the Bible, is truly transformational. Friend, stay tuned. Let us come to this song by Sweet Symphony and we'll be right back. I've been dreaming of a city far beyond the sky When the suffering's over Get my wings and fly When Jesus says it's over Oh, what joy that will be When it's no more dreaming I'll be home at last I've been dreaming of a city, Jerusalem Jerusalem, Jerusalem I've been dreaming of a city, Jerusalem My home right up in the sky Oh, sometimes I lose direction Satan clouds my mind Jesus stands to remind me that I'm a passing through instead of losing heaven. I must look to the day where it's no more dreaming. I'll be home at last. I've been dreaming of a city, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. I've been dreaming of a city, Jerusalem, my home right up 
in the sky. I've been dreaming of a city, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. I've been dreaming of a city, Jerusalem, my own rider in the sky. city obviously we all long uh, for that city the new jerusalem uh, friends welcome back you're listening to faith fm draft time with uh pastor hugh and pastor yeah with pastor hugh in the studio and myself pastor fabiano this is the draft time program the big q a and our theme for this week has been the new birth and the work of the holy spirit but the question for today, so our topic is a question. Do good Christians still struggle? Yeah, do they still struggle? Or, if I could add, from the time they're baptized, they've graduated. And uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts, Pastor Hugh? <clears throat> yeah, I come across this a lot, and I'm sure you do too, where many a Christian, uh, and I say that advisedly, many yes. a Christian before they're baptized, some people will say, how can you say that, Pastor? You know, yeah. A person's not a Christian unless they are baptized. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but let me remind everyone that uh, you know, before you were married, mm. before your wedding day, yes. uh, had you already determined in your heart, oh, had yeah. you already committed your life oh, yes. to your future spouse? That's right. Of course yes. you had, yes. right? Yes. And so now you were actually just simply going through with an outward display of the inward uh, yes. and, and sometimes private love and affection yes. that yes. you have for your wife. Yes. And now you're saying, declaring publicly, publicly. you're saying, mm. hey, this is official. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and so, uh, yeah, women, beware of a man uh, who will tell you he loves you in private but won't say so publicly. Mm. And, and, uh, and likewise, Jesus says that in terms of baptism, yes. that, uh, uh, you know, those who, 
who deny me, yes. I will not acknowledge them in heaven. Yes. So how can he? That's right. Because they That's said, right. well, I don't want you to acknowledge me. I'm denying yes. you. Yes. And, and yes. likewise, he says, though, that one who acknowledges me on mm. earth, I shall acknowledge before my Father in heaven. Isn't that wonderful news? It is God, wonderful. That Jesus yes. is speaking and, and mm. interceding and mediating yes. for each one of us and saying, Father, this one, uh-huh. Fabiano, is mine. <laughs> uh, this listener yeah. is mine. This one who's driving home from work tonight, mm. he, she is mine. Amen. And, and, and he, he loves us as yes. his very own. Yes. And he has that lifelong and eternal commitment. People mm. will let you down. They'll do the wrong thing by you, yeah. but God never shall. And Amen. even when we make mistakes, uh-huh. uh, he is willing to help us uh, be picked up and placed back on the path again. And and we know that because Jesus did this time and time again. Yeah. You know, and a great example, and we sort of alluded to it before, uh-huh. is the example of where John, sorry, well, yeah, John, the Gospel of John, <laughs> uh, speaks about an event in the life of Jesus where he was just minding his own business, yes, going about his his every day. He was teaching people that yes. you know some some timeless wisdom, some, some righteous teaching, yes. uh, and as he was going about that, suddenly there's this great disturbance, and uh, there's there's pushing and shoving, and yeah. uh, there's there's all sorts of commotion going on, and yes. people look back and they see that there's this scantily even one might suggest in terms of the culture of the time barely clad at all woman being pushed to the front mm. of the crowd right. and she was being used as a tool she was being abused really uh-huh. and she was thrust at his feet yes this poor woman uh and uh, the the teachers of the time said rabbi Pointing yeah. to Jesus and yes. pointing at the woman. <clears throat> yes. This woman was caught in the very act of adultery, and Moses tells us to stone her. What do you say? Mm. And and Jesus says nothing. Hmm. And this is where, you know, sometimes we can be too hasty to speak. <laughs> yes. Maybe yes. our SBC president uh, friend in the States uh, may have been too hasty to speak. Uh-huh. Maybe uh-huh. I may have been too hasty to speak a few uh-huh. moments ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. But at the same time, right. Jesus gives us the best example. Jesus right. says nothing. <clears throat> and he just lets it hang in the air. Wow. But he begins to write upon the ground, upon the dust of the earth. And uh, maybe they leant in to see what it was, but yes. as, as that all uh, unfolded, <clears throat> it became clear that when he stood up and spoke to them, that he had written something there which should change the thought and direction of their life. Mm. Sometimes we're too quick to point the finger at others. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. we're a little bit too hard on ourselves as uh-huh, well, uh-huh. You know, as, as sinful, fallen human beings yes. who struggle. Uh, yes. Sometimes we expect perfection from ourselves. We should uh-huh. only expect it from Jesus. Amen. And, and Jesus, the one who is perfect, yes. he sees our imperfections and he says, I want to help you with that. He doesn't condemn us. Mm. He said, I did not come to condemn, but to save. Right. I did not come right. to destroy, but to love. Mm. And so here he says in uh, in John chapter 8, uh-huh. he says that uh, is if any of you, by the way, he said, he, they kept on questioning him, but he straightened up. And he, said, he looked them straight in the eye. Right. If any one of you is without sin, let him be the first to throw a stone at her. And again, mm. he stooped down, he wrote on the ground. And at this, those who heard began to go away one at a time, the older ones first, until only Jesus was left with the woman still standing there. Uh-huh. And then Jesus said, whatever he was writing... Uh, they became suddenly convicted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were convicted of someone else's wrong. Suddenly yeah. became convicted of their own wrong. Oh, wow. Mm, interesting. Double-edged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so then uh, he says, woman, where are they? Mm. Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. Wow. Then neither do I condemn you. Wow. Go now and leave your life of sin. I really love what Jesus is saying there. Jesus leave your is, life of sin? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. So he's saying, you know, you can go in freedom. You can go uh, no longer 
Uh, ah, right? I didn't leave. I didn't depart. I, Sorry, I what? thought you meant. I thought you meant L I V E. Leave. Oh, live as in, as rather than leave. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that that might be the the 21st century translation that be. some people might like to write uh, in today's day and age. But no, 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 Definitely not, not live not. your life of sin, um, but leave exactly. your life of sin. That's don't, right. Don't be a, a slave to sin, as the Apostle Paul would say, mm. any longer. Don't let it entrap you and enslave you that's and make it. life bitter, because that's what sin does. Right. But Jesus says instead. He says, go now. You, mm. You're free to go. That's right. You, you're no yeah. longer condemned. Yes. Your court is adjourned. Exactly. Uh, and in yeah. fact, what he's saying is, I've found in your favor, I'm not condemning you. Mm. And when God mm. doesn't condemn you, no one should. Exactly. Right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, rather, instead, God's saying, through Jesus Christ, he, yeah. God the Son, he's saying, look, <clears throat> I'm not condemning you. Mm. And God doesn't condemn you. God is, God is accepting you. Wow. Even though you and I, we've done, we know what's wrong. Yeah, and that's what changes us. Yeah, that's right. No, it is I know true. that's what's mm. changed my heart. Oh, is, same here. You know, when I think back on the things I've done in the past, yeah, and then God says, "You know what? Uh, I'm forgiving you." <clears throat> mm. Then I want to leave what I did in the past and not live, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> leave, and and I don't want to go back there any longer. That's right. Why? Amen. There wasn't anything about me that had changed up mm. to that moment. Mm. It was, I began to change as I looked, not at myself, but as I looked at Jesus. And I saw how great the depth of his forgiveness and love for me. Yeah. And perhaps it is. Yes. The example that you gave before, perhaps it is. Mm, mm, that, uh, you know, our dear brother in the States. Mm. Um, not to pick on this, this poor <laughs> man. I mean, God forbid. But, yes. but just as an example. Yes. It could just as easily be called Hugh or Fabiano. Uh-huh. Um, that uh, it just may be, in fact, that this is... Uh, uh, what's been happening for him. <clears throat> and so Jesus changes her. And I have no doubt that she left and she was no longer the same. Yeah. Uh, because she had met with Jesus. That's she'd right. been, she'd been fully known and fully loved. She'd been yes. fully seen and yet fully forgiven. Mm. And, and that's what we see in this example with Jesus and the woman who was caught and yes. now is set free. Amen. Uh, because of him. Wow. So do, do you and I, do we struggle? Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely, yes. we struggle. <clears throat> and why should we be surprised that we struggle? Mm, Anything right. worthwhile in life, yes. you're going to struggle. That's right. What do they yes. say? If you're going to become someone who is going to be uh, an expert in something, what, 10,000 hours, mm. maybe more, yeah. and, and increasingly so. Yes. Um, and, and so if that's true in matters of the physical and of the yeah. material, uh, if that's true in any sort of profession, then should it not also be true when it comes to a confession and profession of, of a relationship with Jesus? Mm. Uh, that in the spiritual realm, he's going to be changing our character. Yes. Um, little by little, sometimes right. all at once. That's right. But it doesn't, doesn't uh, come without a struggle. Mm-hmm. There is a struggle. And the Bible yes. talks of that struggle as well. So, yes. so um, today we're, we're looking at this whole question, do Christians, and in fact, do even good Christians – uh, still struggle. Mm. I find that an interesting phrase, by the way, Fabiana. Good Christian and Christian. <laughs> good <Christians. laughs> Is there a good Christian, a Christian cr- and a bad Christian? I actually, I actually thought about that too in my mind. I'm like, the term good Christian. It just reminded me of the, of the statement, um, of the, I believe it was the lawyer who came to Jesus and said, good master. Mm-hmm. He says, why do you call me good? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, but obviously we know that Jesus is good and Jesus mm. is truly, um, uh, sinless. He's our perfect master, uh, savior, you know. 
But yeah, but the term "good Christian" though, <laughs> it, it, it needs some justifying. <laughs> it, it does a little bit, doesn't it? Because I think so often it's a bit of a misnomer in yeah. the sense that there are <clears throat> there are those who hold Christians to a standard that is um, uh, that, that is not. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I get what you're trying to say. In, in a sense, to a to 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 a standard that is maybe beyond mm-hmm. what um yeah let me just use just the word the beyond and then you fill in the gap you know yeah. unattainable <laughs> yeah. you know yeah, so that's or maybe one that yeah. is a uh, a standard that yeah. uh, uh we we can't hold anyone really mm. to except yeah, Jesus yeah, yeah, but yeah. by his help yes uh we can begin to live more like him that's but right. we need to acknowledge something first and i yes. think it is true to say that um you know again John Yes. Who, who was so close to Jesus. Yes. He, he saw things up close and personal. He says to us in 1 John, his yes. general epistle to everyone, yes. uh, in 1 John uh, chapter 1, yes. he says in verse 8, If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves. Wow. And the truth is not in us. Mm. Mm, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I have met people, and perhaps you have too, that have said, Pastor, I, I don't sin anymore. Or it's been X number of weeks since I sinned. Wow. Now, often what I discover is that it's a particular issue or challenge they've faced. Mm, and, yeah. and thanks be to God, he's given the victory over that particular challenge. Amen. Yes. Doesn't mean it will not uh, you know, uh, crop up its, its hoary, horrible head again at some mm, point in time. Mm, mm. Uh, but uh, for that time and that place, he's yes. given them victory, and yes. he will continue to give them victory as long as they need Amen. it, as long as they ask. Amen. Um, yeah. And, and uh, this is why in the book of Revelation, you know, God's yes. hopes and aspirations for his people are outlined as a plan for his future, for his people, and, yes. and the ultimate uh, uh, wonder that he has in, in mind for us in, in the heavens to come. Uh, he says that those who will find their place in that kingdom, he consistently calls them overcomers. Yeah. Now, some yeah. people read that and say, oh, man, only if you've overcome will you get there. No, mm. brother and sister. What it's saying is yeah. that we all have something to overcome. Yes, yes. It is the gospel of overcoming. That's right. And we overcome not by ourselves, but Amen. as Revelation 12 verse 11 says, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Only, only by his life lived in us do we That's overcome. Right. If it was left for Hugh's life in Hugh to overcome, <laughs> Hugh, would I be feeling? Uh, would I be fooling, right? <laughs> I, I, exactly. I would, I'd be only fooling myself. I'd be deceiving myself. And that's mm. what John tells us here. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. Uh, after all, if that were true, yes. why would we need Jesus? Exactly. Why exactly. would we need the cross? That's right. That's right. right? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, because of time, we might want to take a, a short break. But just before we go to that break, I'm assuming also that uh, you know what, we, what you're saying there is also uh, evident in Romans 7, where mm. Paul says, for example, verse 14, for we know that the law is spiritual, but I'm carnal. Sold under sin for what I am doing, I do not understand. For what I will to do, uh, that I do not practice. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do what I will not to do, I agree that the Lord, that is, that it is good. But now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. But then I like the way, uh, you know, once he's gone in, in, into all the twists and turns about, you know, me wanting to do what is right and, you know, not doing it and all of that. Uh, and, uh, me desiring, you know, what is right and so forth, but finding myself, you know, failing all over again. Uh, he says <laughs> towards the end, he says, Oh, wretched man that I am, who can deliver me? as if he's hopeless? But then he, 
comes on to something I believe which you are going to expand on to mm. uh, uh, after the break. So I'm going to leave the uh, listener kind of hanging there. Oh, a nice cliffhanger uh, there for the honor. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, thank you so much. But definitely we want to come into that realm as well uh, shortly after the break. Dear friend, you are listening to the Faith FM uh, Drive program. And uh, I would like to uh, let you know that uh, 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 that we have... Um, uh, an offer uh, for today and in, in fact immediately after the song I'm going to tell you what it is and so please do stick around but please keep this number with you 04888-80811 you can actually send us a question you can also uh, request a uh, a prayer uh, and uh, let's just come to this song but immediately after that we'll definitely you know, let you know what the free giveaway is and so please stay tuned night when it's hard to see it's Christ who gives me strength when I feel afraid and I'm losing sleep it's Christ who gives me strength when the work is hard and I'm struggling it's Christ who gives me strength when I don't know how I can make ends meet it's Christ who gives me strength.
Amen and amen. Amen. What a beautiful song. It sure is. Uh, thank you once again and welcome to Faith FM. Now, I know some of you all have been waiting for that free giveaway and here it is. It is a book, beautiful book, by the way. I've read it. It's a powerful book. Small but powerful. Uh, called uh, 10 Days in the Upper Room by Mark Finley. So, if you would like to get today's offer, all you need to do is text the code word SA83 to 04888-80811. And the Faith FM giveaway bot will reply and will ask for all the necessary details so then we can actually be able to send this out to you. So, please... Do send in that code word, SA3083, uh, more like SA for South Australia and then 83, the number. Uh, and so we are excited. And once again, our theme for this week has been the new birth and the work of the Holy Spirit. But today's topic is actually a question. Do good Christians still struggle? And in a sense, just, uh, before I, uh, we came to the break, I had just quickly, I guess, shared, uh, uh, Romans chapter seven there from verse 14 on was how Paul speaks about this internal struggle. And, uh, down a few lines down, he says, Hey, who's going to deliver me from this body of death? And, you know, cause he was also recognizing that there are two natures at war there. And he says, Hey, it's, it's, it's a, it's a struggle for real. And I just can't seem to win. So what is the answer, Pastor, Pastor Hugh? Oh, well, you, you really put your, your finger right on it there because this is the Apostle Paul speaking, isn't it? Mm, that's the right. The Apostle Paul yes. is struggling yes. in Romans chapter 7. If oh, he's yeah. struggling, then who am I to say that I, I'll never struggle? Mm, yeah. um, and, and what I really take in, as encouragement from this is, say, for example, in verse 15. In verse 15, he says, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do, but what I hate, I do. Mm. And that's really interesting. So in other yeah. words, the Apostle Paul is, is saying that that the things that he used to do in the past, those sinful things, those those grievous things, those things that are actually self-destructive uh, and, and likewise are destructive to others, uh, that the Bible calls sin, uh, that um, he uh, doesn't like them. He, he hates them. And in fact, you know, if, if we are living according to our sinful lives and sinful habituations and patterns of the past, well, a lot of us would have to say, you know what? I quite enjoy what I'm doing. That's why I do what I do. But that's not what the Apostle Paul says. The Apostle Paul says, I hate what I do. I don't want to do that anymore. So he's not excusing sin. No. He's just saying, it just, it's it's like, it's like a, it's like if you had something within you and you really want to get rid of it, but yes. you just wrestle with it. That's right. A bit like right. a cold. I'm looking right. across the studio <laughs> at my dear brother Fabiano here, and, and he's struggling to, to eject certain aspects of a cold from his nostril. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and and, and I've, I've been struggling. I had COVID last week. I'm free of it now. Amen. But at the time, it was a struggle. Mm. And still, you know, the after effects, yes. not of, you know, not no longer being identified as having COVID. I've been tested. Amen. I've been examined. And Amen. now it says on that little rat test on yes. That PCR, it yep. says, no longer do you wow. have COVID. No longer are you considered mm. uh, to be uh, a, a, a uh, one who is um, uh, signified in that way. Right? Wonderful. Yeah, I, good. I'm, I'm post-COVID. Yeah. Good feeling, right? Yeah. And, and, and there's coming a day, brother, where you'll be post-nasal uh, fluid. Amen. Yeah, so, sorry for that imagery, <laughs> brothers and sisters. But, but the fact of the matter is that uh, we are no longer 
considered by God mm. to be sons and daughters of sin, but now yes. sons and daughters, brothers and sisters of righteousness in Christ. Amen. And because that's true, we also acknowledge that. We say, I don't want that old life anymore. I want yes. the new life. Yes. So why am I still struggling? So in other words, um, the Spirit is at work. So when, when, when you find yourself struggling, yes. guess what? It's a good sign. Yes. It's a good sign because if you were simply just obliviously going about your everyday life, mm. then you would be, well, you might actually be wandering, meandering down a path of that's destructive. Yes. Broad is the way that exactly. leads to destruction. It looks, right. it looks the easy way, but it's not. But narrow is the way, says Jesus, that leads to life. Amen. Um, and few there are that find it. And, and few there are sometimes who want to follow it because of the struggle. Yes. But the struggle is a sign of the truth settling into one's life. The truth Amen. that sets you free is, the right. first of all, the truth that identifies where the issue is. Yes. Once that's identified, once that's diagnosed, <laughs> then you can begin to have that remediated, you can begin to have that medicated, you can begin to have that cured mm. uh, and treated by Jesus. Now, how, how is that treated? Yes. Uh, well, the good Dr. Jesus treats that <clears throat> yes. by a transfusion of his righteous life for our sinful ones. Wow. You know, so he That's transfuses yes. uh, his, you know, if we think of blood transfusions, he transfuses the, the righteousness, the cleanliness, the goodness, uh, the, the godliness, uh, the, the grace and graciousness and gracefulness of his spirit, his character into our lives. Amen. And so Amen. sometimes we're in the str- when we're in the struggle, we think, oh, this is a sign that I'm doomed. No, it's a sign that you're on the path to being delivered mm. if you just say, guess what? Uh, I, I want to simply accept God's help because I know I need it. Amen. The person who thinks that they don't need it is deceived and yes. they won't be delivered, as we found out from the uh, from, from John. <clears throat> the person who says, oh, I don't sin, no, I'm okay, everything's fine, yes. nothing to see here. Well, guess what? They're just sweeping the sin under the carpet. That's They're right. not actually bringing it out into the light where it can, can begin to be dissolved. Mm. Right? Wow. Germs wow. flourish in yes. darkness, yes. don't yes. they? That's right. So first of all, we need to say, I have a problem. Mm. Remember AA, you know, <laughs> yes. Alcoholics Anonymous? That's right, that's right. Uh, or we could talk about all the other anonymous exactly. programs that are out there. They're all yes. based upon Scripture, yes. those 12 steps. Yes. And the first step is to acknowledge that we have a problem. Uh-huh. It's not until we acknowledge that that we can then say, allow God to come in mm. and help us with that. Yeah. That we acknowledge we need help that's beyond ourselves. That's right. Um, and so I love the fact of where you landed, brother. You landed <laughs> right there at the end of that chapter saying, what a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body of death? Mm. Thanks be to God, he says. Amen. The very next words, yes. through Jesus Christ our Lord. Yes. So then, I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but in the sinful nature a slave to the law of sin. So there's this struggle that's going on. It's just the last vestiges of, of old habits and patterns that's right. that reemerge under certain conditions, yes. but which can be overcome that's right. by the Spirit and by the uh, goodness and the help of God each time that it happens. And the very next chapter tells us yes. that there's a life that we can now live through the Spirit. He says, Amen. therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So first thing, brothers and sisters, when you're struggling, don't condemn yourself. Mm. And don't let anyone else condemn you. Yes. But instead, confess yes. the wrongdoing. That's right. Don't wallow in it. Yes. Don't stay in the slough of despond, if you like. <laughs> Don't stay in that 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 uh, uh, quicksand yes. of sin <clears throat> and think I can never get out. 
reach up your hand and be pulled out by Amen. the only one who can pull you out, and that's by God. You can't Amen. struggle your way out of quicksand, yes. and you can't struggle your way out of sin. But you can uh, allow the struggle yes. to signify that you need outward assistance from the only one who can rescue you. Yes. And so, therefore, there's no condemnation. We all find ourselves in the same predicament. Yes. Uh, so no, no. This is uh, there is no nothing that is not uncommon to man, exactly. right? Involved yes. in this, but God gives us a way of escape, and mm. so He says, for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, through that outreached hands, yes. or those nail scarred hands, the law of the Spirit of life sets me free from the law of sin and death. Mm. Amazing. That's what God wants to do for us. He can begin to help us to live by the Spirit, and we. We simply it comes about by us saying, <clears throat> if I was to flip back over to John again, to first uh-huh. John chapter one, and go on to the very next verse, verse yes. nine, it says, Having acknowledged that we that we have sinned, if we then confess our sin, then he, that is God, is faithful mm. and just to forgive us our sin yes. and guess what? Cleanse us of Amen. all unrighteousness. So Amen. so we are no longer considered to be unrighteous, we're considered righteous through Jesus, and through him <clears throat> he lets us in. He's the member. Wonderful. Of heaven. Yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. And he says, hey, you know, <laughs> stick with me, uh, then uh, uh, my citizenship and my membership is good enough for both of us. Yes. If you just but uh, accept that I'm accepting you and I'm going to help you and lift you out of the struggle you're in. <clears throat> but there's something else we need to say, and that is that the struggle will continue as long as we're in this body. Mm. That's right. And it will continue because we are flesh and blood. Exactly. But there is coming a day where even when it comes to our flesh and blood bodies, Mm. Jesus will rescue us from that body of death. Wonderful. And give us a whole new being uh, that is free of sin uh, and uh, free of death and free of pain. Uh, And that's going to happen at the resurrection. So the last time you fall, yeah, we will fall, but he will help us back up again. Amen. Uh, But the last time you and I fall is when we fall to our knees. Will we see Jesus coming in glory and say, oh, Amen. he was my Savior, yes. and uh, that life is gone forever. Praise God. And uh, that day is coming, brothers and sisters. But know for sure now mm. that he will help you to overcome and to win over sin in the battles that you're in. Amen. He's with you all the way. Amen and amen. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Hugh. I wish we had more time, but let's mm. close with prayer together. Father in heaven, we thank you for the victory we have in Jesus. And I pray, Father, that those who have been wrestling, those who are wrestling today, and all of us who will continue in this journey of wrestling, that we would um, lift our hands up and allow God to take care of of everything, to allow the Holy Spirit to work in and through us for your glory and to give us that victory. Lord, as he says in Romans 8, 1, there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit because Mm -hmm. it is the Holy Spirit that works in and through us. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Can I just say, brother, that that, uh, please tune in, everyone, to our next one tomorrow. Because uh, in our next program, because in the next program, uh, Tracy and Gary yes. will take us through how we can take the next step and be empowered to live that 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 uh, that overcoming life. Amen. Mm. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.
this earth will grow strange Leads him in the light of his glory and grace Turn your eyes upon Jesus Look for in his wonderful face And the things of this earth Will grow strange, lead him in the light of his glory.